B98.5's Tad Drex and Kara podcast, helping you catch up on what you missed. Curious if you've ever been swept off your feet by a rich guy. Mm. What? <laughs> Not you. Right. I don't know if you've seen uh, this show, The Tinder Swindler. It's kind of the rage right now. It's so good. And this guy, it's on Netflix, right? Yep. This guy sweeps women off their feet. By whining and dining them with other women's money. It's like some twisted dating Ponzi scheme mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. But you can totally understand why these women fall for him. He's got an accent and he, sw- he I mean, there's no other way to say it. He sweeps them off their feet. I shared my whole heart with him. And then he asked me if I wanted to travel with him on a private jet. He took me to a five-star hotel. He said we had a special connection. It felt like stepping into a movie. Oh, a horror movie, <laughs> eventually. That's for sure. I mean, has that ever happened to you, Kara? Ever got swept off your feet? Not by a rich guy. Well, we got to start guy. somewhere. I mean, I've been swept off my feet by my husband, but yeah. like, it wasn't because of his riches or anything. Would it be a red flag, though, if you meet a guy and all of a sudden he wants to... Take you on a five-day vacation. I mean, yeah, that's nice until they turn around and ask you for money, and then, you know, right. that's a giant well, red flag. Yeah, except for that part. Let's just <laughs> focus on part. the good parts of <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever, has anybody listening right now has been absolutely swept off, where you could actually make us be like, whoa, you know what I mean? Yeah. The private jets, the accents, the really, the sweeping of off the feet. Must be nice. In other words, do we have anybody listening in Puckhead this right? <laughs> 404-741-0985. Uh, Julie is in Vining. She says she was swept off her feet by the owner of a major sports franchise. Oh, cool. <laughs> we'll hear her story coming up next. B98.5. I was watching the Tinder Swindler, and uh, it's a it's you got to watch it. It's on Netflix. Everybody's kind of it's like one of those like trendy things oh, sure. that's happening right now, right? So, but basically, this guy—it's a Ponzi scheme, and it's on Tinder. But he lures these women in by just sweeping them off their feet. Like you meet a guy, he's got a an accent, and he's like, "I am sending a private jet to pick you up." He's in all designer like, threads, right? Mm-hmm. He's very fancy, he's like, and he's living this lifestyle that's like anybody want to just kind of like dip their toe in the water sure. and see what, to, see see what, what it's unfolds. Like, yeah. <laughs> and what unfolds is him taking all their money. He's funding this with other people's, mm-hmm. with other women's money. Ugh. It's brilliant. And the guys, well, I'm not going to give any spoilers. Right. <laughs> but we were curious if anybody in real life has actually been swept off their feet by a rich guy. Julie in Vinings. I was working for a professional sports team, and I met the owner of another team. Um, I gave him my number. We started talking. Well, one year during the holidays, we were both in New York for business, and he said, let's get together. So he took me to the Plaza Hotel for lunch, Mm -hmm. and during lunch, he said, let's go over to this department store, and I'll buy you anything you want. And, hey. and I couldn't even pronounce the name of the store. Like, I'd never been in there. I had no idea what I was going to get. So we go in, and I picked out a watch 
that was $2,500. Holy smokes. As watches go, that's kind of a deal. (laughs) I mean, I had no idea what I was going to get. Like, I wasn't into fashion. I I just, I was overwhelmed. Uh, You get the most expensive thing in the building (laughs) is what you get. The kicker is that I was 22 and he was 75. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It didn't go anywhere after that, but I do have a watch still. Well, wait a minute. It didn't go anywhere after that. Was it going anywhere ever? (laughs) He was really rich, so it could have. Is (laughs) is anybody seeing the similarities between this story and Home Alone 2, Plaza Hotel, Uh fancy uh, store, Uncle Duncan's Choi Chest, an old man? (laughs) It's all the same. Well, Julie, obviously you're not with the guy now. He's probably no longer no longer with us but how did you end up letting him down well so i got engaged and i sent him a wedding invitation (laughs) that kind of like put the the kibosh on that (laughs) he didn't go to the wedding no he sent a card but there wasn't anything in it there was no money in the card (laughs) it's amazing how quickly a guy can get cheap (laughs) 404-741 Zero nine eight five. If you've ever been swept off your feet, Richard is in uh, Kennesaw. He's on hold right now. Back in the nineties, Richard is not a rich guy, but back in the nineties, he swept a woman off her feet by doing something that would definitely get him arrested <laughs> oh, if he did it today. We'll talk to him again. His story coming up next. You guys, this is nuts. We're talking about. Men sweeping women off their feet. Richard is on the phone, is in Kennesaw. And Richard, you thought women go for dangerous guys. So your plan was to sweep these women off their feet. I'm just trying to get this right. By essentially pretending that you were being being chased what? the thing was you jump in a car you know like people are chasing you yeah. jump in the back seat tell them go 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 and you know if you hook up you hook up whatever <laughs> anyway i made a bet with some of my friends i was like look you know y'all chase me down i'm gonna jump in the back of that car with these two girls in it and i'm gonna tell them go <laughs> well i done it jumped in the back of the car we rode around for about an hour and uh i mean they were kind of scared to death because the guys were chasing me and you think we, uh Rode around for about an hour, come back in my car. The guys that were chasing me, they were sitting there standing by my car waiting on me to get there because I had the keys. <laughs> and the girl, she was like, aren't they the ones that was chasing you? I said, yeah. And then I told them how I heard it, and it was a funny little deal. We went out, you know, several times, stuff like that. And what? The other girl that was in the car hooked up with one of my buddies. And, what? Uh-uh. Yeah, it was funny. So, Okay. So you're saying basically that it worked because I was thinking like <laughs> women like might like dangerous guys, but this amounts to basically you thinking that they find carjackings right? sexy. Well, I mean, the way the skit went, yeah, that's how skit. it was supposed to went. But all four windows was down. I ran in. I jumped through the wind, the back window. Like I said, luckily it was down. I jumped through the back window and was like, go, 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 go. It was fun. It was fun. Well, I don't have to say this often on this show, but if you're listening to this, please do not try this at home. This guy's like the t- if the Tinder swindler and Jason Bourne had a baby. Oh, <laughs> this guy, yeah. 
We started talking about this because you watch the Tinder swindler and you see this guy with his accent and he's flying people around on jets and you can kind of get it. Like these women were totally swept off their feet. Yeah. Then the guy ends up being a total creep. Mm. Uh, Liz in Atlanta, you were swept off your feet. What happened? I decided to take a chance on this guy I met online and take a little trip with him. And while we were there, we were looking at different places, and he found a condo he liked and um, paid for it with cash. Wow. <laughs> so he bought the condo for himself or for you or for both you guys? It's a little tuck-away place for both of us, mainly for him because I'm still sort of on the fence with it. Right. But, um, yeah, a really nice spot, and I was a little surprised because I had no idea. Can we ask how much the condo cost? 500 a half a million dollar condo and paid for it in cash. Mm-hmm. Does he pay for your flights? <laughs> yeah. It's literally just let's do this this weekend. Okay, your ticket will be waiting. And it's there at the airport. Is it are you flying like first class on a commercial? Or are you flying on jets? No, so far first class commercial. So far. Yeah, well, because you're not married yet. When you get married, you move <laughs> no. up to the jet. Here's the thing, because I don't know if I'm the marrying kind, so <laughs> I'm going to start calling you J-Lo because your love don't cost a thing. <laughs> um, all right. So we have now Angeline in Brookhaven. Talk about getting swept off your feet. And, Angeline, you were swept off your feet, and then you saw this guy on the news. Start us from the beginning here. We actually ended up starting dating, but I met this guy on a dating site, right? Mm-hmm. He was very rich. He wasn't too much older than me either. Um, I'm 25, but he was, like, in his 30s. So everything was really great. Like, it was amazing. This is one of, like, at first I thought I was, like, the best guy I'd ever met. Like, he even met my parents and everything. Um, he would take me shopping. He'd spoil me whenever we went out to eat. I said, oh, I don't know what I want for dessert. He ordered everything on the menu. He oh ordered me food to go. He ordered my kids food because I have kids. So, and that was, like, one of the first things, you know, like, it's in my profile that I have kids. Mm-hmm. He'd also, like, buy stuff for my kids. He'd never met my kids. So, like, he, he was, like, spoiling me. He's like, do you want to travel? I have a private jet. Wow. And we were supposed to go travel the next week before he ended up being on the news. Like, he was going to come meet my kids. Did he ever tell you what he did for a living? Yeah. He said that he owned an international company. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds so, pretty vague. Yeah. Did you get Tinder swindled? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We were at the point where, like, he talked to me, like, every day. Like, he'd text me, good morning. Right. We, we were, like, talking all the time. We were, like, dating and stuff. So one day we were supposed to have plans. He never texted me. This was right before we were supposed to go on his jet, right? And he's like, oh, bring your kids. We'll also go to Disney and stuff. So he's going to take me and my kids to Disney. We're going to go. So I had gone online and I had seen um, the news and I clicked on it. And there was a sting operation involving like 40 or 50 people and it involved minors. So, and he was on the list. We don't want to go into what was involved with that, but you were about to go on a trip with him on a private jet with With your your children. Yeah. So I was in shock. I didn't even want to go out for like forever. Um, my mom didn't believe it. Like she's like, "Are you serious?" I had to show them the news. Like I didn't even know how to react. He had never met my kids, thankfully. But oh, yeah, goodness. Having seen the Tinder swindler, I think that they gain your trust. Yeah. And then oh, I'm sorry that happened. I think this is a victory though for poor guys. Because no woman is going to trust a guy that sweeps them off their feet. <laughs> so when we come marching in, Drexel, yeah, like, right. hey, 
Can you buy me dinner? Hit the QT <laughs> rollers, right? Uh, you know, or go to Moe's. That burrito's five bucks. Right, it's yeah. five bucks. At least you know I'm safe. It's hard to ask for forgiveness. Is it too late now to say sorry? So Tad, Drex, and Kara are here to help you do it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Kristen, your wedding is this weekend? Yeah, I'm excited and terrified. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> So Thank you so much. You need forgiveness yeah. from one of your friends. Yeah, my best friend. What I did you do? Them. I went kind of full bridezilla on her. Mm-hmm. That's Lisa, the red party. Listen, recognizing it is the first step. <laughs> I don't know. My friends pre-wedding planning would have said that I'm a very sweet person, but I <laughs> see this happening to myself and I never thought it would be me. Like, it is definitely a real thing. It's terrible. So is there one specific the thing that you requested her to do that was, a, you know, example of going full bridezilla, like you say? I basically embarrassed her in front of everyone at my bachelorette party. And now she said she's not going to come to the wedding. How did you embarrass her? She'd just gotten her hair done, and it was the wrong color. I mean, I wanted to stand out as the only blonde, and her hair is just a little too light for my vision. So I asked her if she would go get a toner or just do some washout color, like just for the wedding, right? What are you wanting to look like a boy band? (laughs) I mean, you don't all have to have the same color hair. That is crazy. No, I think Kristen wants to be the only blonde, right? Right. I'm just saying, like, but you're requiring everybody else to have dark colored (laughs) hair so that you stand out as the only. Aren't you going to be wearing a white dress? Part of the reason I chose the bridesmaids I did is because their hair's darker than mine. Wow, Tad, you better tread lightly because I'm starting to feel the growl of the bride. It's all about the look. These wedding photos last forever. I have a follow-up question. This person, Nikki, that we're going to call in a couple of minutes and beg her forgiveness, is she even your friend or does she just have dark hair? No, we're actually, we're really close friends. (laughs) So we understand she bailed on the wedding, right? Yeah, now she's not even coming. Maybe at the bachelorette party wasn't the venue. Were you drinking? Well, yeah. (laughs) Have you tried to apologize? Well, my next move was to apologize, but her next move was to tell me she's not only bailing on being in the bridal party, but she's not even coming to the wedding. So that's when I was like, this is, I must have been even, I mean, I know it was bad, but I must have been even worse than I thought. All right, we got to fix this for you. Help you out here. Get forgiveness from her. Get her in your wedding or at least to your wedding. So why don't you sit tight? We will try to get Nikki on the phone here and talk to her in a couple of minutes, okay? I'll try to stay calm. You goofed. And now you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara are going to help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Kristen wanted all the ladies in the bridal party to have dark hair so she would stand out as the only blonde. Well, her friend Nikki got her hair dyed and was a little too blonde, so Kristen, drunk at her bachelorette party, asked her to change her hair color back, and Nikki said, no, I'm not going to be in your wedding. Big fight ensued. Now Kristen needs forgiveness in time for the wedding this weekend. Kristen, sit tight. Let us talk to Nikki for a minute. Hello? Hi, good morning. Is this Nikki? Yeah, who's this? This is Tad Drex and Kara at B98.5. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, why are you guys calling me? <laughs> uh, well, we heard that you bailed on going to your friend's wedding. Yep, that is correct. How can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you, do you feel bad about this? I mean, what's what's going on? Why can't you no, go? I don't feel bad because I don't want to go. 
Why? I don't feel that it's necessary for her to embarrass me in front of everybody. I don't feel like it's necessary for her to say, I want your hair color to be brown because I want to be the only blonde there. No, I'm sorry. I If you act like a brat, I'm going to treat you like a brat. And no. But this is your best friend. Okay, and... yep. It doesn't matter because I already destroyed the dress. Your bridesmaid dress? Yep. On purpose? It made me look like a fat sailor. So I took it to my tailor that way that they could make some adjustments to it. It was like $300 on top of it. So I thought it could be made look a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And when I got it back, it was horrible. So on top of that, when I got it back, I didn't want to tell her because I didn't want to freak her out. And then I went back to the store and they didn't have my size anymore. So oh, I said, so fine, can I just... And you must be feeling like, well, if she didn't like my hair, she's not going to like me wearing a separate outfit. <laughs> no kidding. I was like, you know what? I, it's fine. I'm just not going to wear it, and I'm not going to go. Period. So are you willing to throw out a friendship over this? Like, Apparently she is. I'm not doing it. She's the one doing it. All right. Before you go any further, before you go any further, let's do this. I want to explain to you that this is a feature on our show called Forgive and Forget. And the person okay. that we have that is looking for you to forgive is Kristen, who's on the line with us. Yeah, um, about that dress? Yeah. What the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> is that all you care about? Of course really, out of all I the times about... that I have been there for you, this is all you give a crap about? Okay, this is so unfair because the entire reason that I wanted to talk to you was to apologize, but I thought the reason you were bailing on my wedding is because I was being so awful and I felt terrible. And now you you're are, telling honey. me that the reason you're bailing is because I was terrible and because you ruined the dress? I'm dwelling out because you're acting like a child and it's not right. Hey, and you, um, know it. you know, Nikki, let's not forget you went and had that dress destroyed. Well, and also, too, N Nikki, Nikki, just a quick question, too. Like, couldn't you have gotten your hair done or dyed after the wedding? I put a few highlights in my hair. I didn't go platinum blonde. She's absolutely destroying the people around her by acting like this, and that's not okay. Kristen, do you still want Nikki in your bridal party after hearing this? Of course I do. She's one of my closest friends in the world, but I just... I mean, what about the hair? <laughs> We're still on the hair. <laughs> Either me or my hair. Unless you're going to pay for my hair. I'll get you a box of, like, really nice wash-out nope. color. Nope. It washes out in nope. one shampoo. Nope. 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 That's where a lady always likes to skimp is on her hair. Yeah. Just get a box nope. of that rich I'm stuff. not. Nikki, do you forgive Kristen? I will forgive her with the condition that she has to back off. Well, I wish I was invited to this wedding, honestly. <laughs> I mean, nobody's going to know who the bride is because everybody's oh, hair is going to be different. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm kidding. <laughs> on the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Man, I feel like there was a little uh, maidzilla happening there. I've never <laughs> yeah. heard of that before. Uh, coming up on tomorrow's episode of Forgive and Forget, Laura had too much to drink last night and reached out to us because she actually killed Cupid. What? There's even a murder weapon. <laughs> I'm oh not Lord. kidding. That's Forgive and Forget tomorrow morning at 7. Keeping you up to date with everything happening in this crazy world. Hey, what happened? Tad, Drex, and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. We are protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 727 sunshine today with a high of 61. Liking that. 
It's 38 Midtown Hawks host Cleveland tonight. What's going on, Kara? Many restaurants are still struggling to find some dependable employees, so they've been turning to technology to help. Over at the Wing Factory, employees are adjusting to a new coworker. His name is Servi, and he's a robot. <laughs> the restaurant is using it to get orders to customers in the dining room since they don't have enough staff to do it. So, survey started last Tuesday and has already done over a thousand trips. Super Bowl Sunday is the Wing Factory's busiest day of yeah, the year, right. and it really helped that busy understaffed spot keep the food flying. So, don't be surprised if you walk into one of your favorite spots and see one of these little robots wheeling around. Does Servi get 18% tip? I don't think he does. Servi doesn't get a tip? I don't think Servi gets a tip. What's this place called? <laughs> Servi can be programmed to murder you, Tad. I would. <laughs> now, you know, the Braves and the rest of Major League Baseball was supposed to start spring training today, but it's not happening because of this lockout. What is happening is the World Champions Trophy Tour. That giant thing is going to be traveling throughout Braves country over the next few months, hitting up 151 different locations to represent 151 years of Braves baseball. Nice. Now, it's all kicking off today. So from 1130 to 3, you can get up close and personal with the trophy over at Colony Square. Thursday, it'll be at Georgia Tech for the women's ba- basketball game. Friday in Kennesaw at Stillwell Basketball Baseball Stadium. And then at the Georgia Aquarium on Sunday. Full schedule over at MLB.com if you want to go check it out. I know there may be some alumni there, and they'll have some of the Braves entertainment teams and all kinds of cool stuff. You're saying this is going to be 150 different locations, different times, 150? 151. Is Servi going to be bringing this trophy around? Eventually, (laughs) Servi will be involved. Do you like my trophy? (laughs) Now, if you guys could quit your job and turn your favorite hobby into a full-time gig, would you do it? (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy Sides is from Ackworth, and he's done just that and has been actually helping solve years-long cold cases. What started out as some fun treasure hunting has turned into a very lucrative career. Jeremy actually has a YouTube channel called Exploring with Nug. He is a military veteran and scuba diver that went from doing a little magnet fishing Uh to working missing person cases for police all over the U.S. Over the last few years, he's found tons of criminal evidence in lakes and rivers, like stolen safes and guns and more. Recently, he discovered a sunken car that had two teenagers that had been missing in Tennessee for over 20 years years so he doesn't charge anything for his services but he makes all of his cash off of his youtube channel yeah so i know kara that you gave your husband some metal detectors for yeah i got him a giant magnet too last year for valentine's day yeah he's he's... got two metal detectors and now this giant magnet to go magnet fishing have you already forwarded him this article or are you gonna wait on that all about nug what what color are the socks that your husband ryan wears with his sandals I mean, it depends. Okay. Sometimes they're black. That question was rhetorical. (laughs) Answer more questions than Kara. Grab a quick hundred bucks. But she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Good morning, Valerie in Woodstock. Morning. Morning. Could you please kick Kara out of the studio? See you later, Kara. I'm gone, Valerie. Good luck. Thanks. You too. All right, Kara's going to skedaddle here for a moment while we ask her these five pop culture trivia questions. Then we'll bring Kara back in. We'll ask her the same questions. Answer more right than Kara. She's going to have to pay you $100 of her own money. Are you ready? I am. 
a.m. All right, Valerie. Number one, Dr. Dre's first stop after a successful halftime performance was McDonald's. Mickey D's is referred to as the Golden What's. Arch. Number two, U.S. has temporarily halted its import of avocados from Mexico. Avocados are used to make what delicious dip? Question three. Kanye West delivered a truck bed full of roses to Kim Kardashian's house last night for Valentine's Day. What's the name of America's best-selling pickup truck? Oh, man. Um, best-selling pickup truck. I just say Chevy Silverado. Number four. Former SNLer Chris Kattan walked off the set of the celebrity Big Brother after just a week. Who is Chris's head-bobbing brother? In the movie A Night at the Roxbury. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't know. Number five for the third straight week, We Don't Talk About Bruno's, the number one song in the country. In the movie Encanto, what's Bruno's gift? Um, He can see the future. Going to bring Kara back in. All right. We know Valerie has kids. <laughs> and they're in the car as well. Nice. Uh, yeah, Valerie and the crew did pretty well. We'll see what happens. All right, Kara's back, ready for the same questions. Number one, Dr. Dre's first stop after a successful halftime show was McDonald's. Mickey D's is referred to as the Golden Whats. The Golden Arches. That's what Valerie said, one to one. Number two, the U.S. has temporarily halted its import of avocados from Mexico. Remember seeing a Super Bowl ad for avocados oh, yeah. from Mexico? Yeah, and then a U.S. regulator got threatened down there, like doing an inspe- inspection, yeah. <laughs> avocados are used to make what delicious dip? Guacamole. Guacamole is what Valerie said two to two. Number three, Kanye West delivered a truck bed full of roses to Kim Kardashian's house last night. What's the name of America's best-selling pickup truck? It's the Ford F-150. Valerie said the Silverado. (laughs) All right, three to two, Kara's up. Number four, former SNLer Chris Kattan walked off the set of Celebrity Big Brother after just a week. Who was Chris's head-bobbing brother in the movie A Night at the Roxbury? Will Ferrell. The Bontabi brothers. Valerie didn't have an answer. (laughs) Kara's up four to two. Finally, question five for the third straight week. We don't talk about Bruno's, the number one song in the country. In the movie Encanto... What is Bruno's gift? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Oh, oh no. How dare you, Kara. Uh, Valerie's probably seen it at least six or 12 times and said uh, Bruno can see the future, Kara. That's his gift. Cool. All right. But it doesn't matter. Final score this morning, Kara, eking out the win four to three. Valerie and Woodstock, are you smarter than Kara? I am not. All right, Kara, your new record, 1,210 wins and 39 losses. Ooh, sorry, Valerie. Good job, Kara. Get those kids a sitter because you're going to Third Eye Blind. <laughs> Pair of tickets, Cadence Bank Amphitheater, July 16th. Tickets go on sale Friday at LiveNation.com. All righty, thank you. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting a sitter. <laughs> we play every weekday morning, 635 and 735. If you want to play, you can just sign up. Just go to TadDrexAndCara.com. You guys have a nice Valentine's Day. Yeah, I mean, on a Monday with kids and a wife and two jobs, yeah, it was a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah. See, uh, I was going to play a little round of imagination versus reality. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, And Valentine's dinner, you picture the two of you gazing into each other's eyes, Mm -hmm. champagne, maybe reminiscing about romantic moments of your past. Sure. 
getting each other revved up for what might happen when you get home, right? <laughs> but then there's reality, yeah, which is six-year-old sliding between your table and the next table to show how thin he is <gasps> at the beginning of the meal while the wife is holding, standing in the restaurant, holding a baby bouncing around. The people at the next door table also had a child who was climbing over everything. They're chasing the kid around the restaurant. Oh, Lord. And I was like, this is, it, it, it is actually paradise, right? It is actually paradise <laughs> to have like that going on and that memory. What is so cool about underneath the table at a restaurant for a kid? <laughs> I mean, it's disgusting down there. Feet and food and all that stuff, but it's like, it's that's where they want their, I'll take right. my meal under the table. <laughs> uh, well, my neighbor, uh, Dodo and Uncle Ernie, they used to have a little miniature table under the table. I think it was for your feet. Yeah. There was like the littlest size, about the size of a sheet of paper. There was an actual table that where all the feet kind of hang things right. met in the middle. So I used to go down there and have my Nilla yeah. wafers. That's just asking for trouble right there. Great times, great times. <laughs> so the funniest thing, dinner last night, we were at Marlowe's. Love it. Yeah. And uh, I ordered another glass of wine. I had had the new fashion, which is like, you know, mm -hmm. the big boy what drink. The and then I was yeah. like, I'll just go wine, right? Because that doesn't make me a booze bag boozing on a Monday <laughs> night. Right. And so I, I I ordered the wine and the waiter left the table. And my wife looks at me and she goes, oh, are we having a leisurely glass of wine right now? Mm -hmm. Because I've got a kid right here in my arms who needs to go to bed. And I was oh. like, it won't be leisurely. Nope. No, nope. well, I'll guzzle that thing fast. Don't worry. <laughs> Bring a straw. <laughs> you guys, when the seasons change, what do we do? Usually, uh, you stock up. When winter's coming, we would get our hat and jacket, some gloves, right? Yeah, you'd put your summer clothes away. Yeah. Pull out. If you were organized, you'd do that. For sure. Well, like, I, I guess there's also seasons of your life as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm in the season of my life right now, now where my daughter is this hormonal preteen. <gasps> that Dude, she's eight years old. Oh, she should be Doesn't nine matter. next week. <laughs> she's still eight, though. Well, you, you tell me if this All is right. just an eight-year-old, Tad. <laughs> Why are you crying? You gotta be more careful with what you say, Daddy. Oh. Okay. Oh. What did I say? Oh. What did you say, Drex? I have no clue what I said. All that was said was like, hey, let's brush our hair and our teeth and let's hop into bed. And then this big explosion. I didn't get an answer to. I, I asked, "What did I say?" I didn't get an answer. This is what I get. You need to brush your hair still. Oh, no. Do you want me to brush your hair? No. <laughs> Whatever she's upset about, she's upset at you, mm -hmm. and so you can't at that point say anything. You're like, brush your hair because you're nope. showing. Like I feel like you're showing her. Like I'm not affected by your emotion right uh -huh. now, and. That's like a mind game. I don't necessarily know that any girl wants especially, to play yeah, on her. Especially yeah. with young girls. Like she just can't get a hold of her emotions. She's so young and there's so much going on in her mind and in her body and all around that like you get frustrated when you can't express what's happening. 
And then when your dad says something off key that just grates at you, you lose your mind. Rex's eyes are bumping out of his face. He has no idea how to deal with this. You think you didn't, but obviously you did because she said to you, Daddy, you need to be careful how you say things. But he doesn't even know what he said. Yeah. She probably doesn't either. Right. Could it have been something I said like an hour ago? Could be. So I, so this is something you're going to say. Right. (laughs) Something you said two weeks ago. So I go downstairs after this whole screaming debacle and like 20 minutes go by and she comes beep up and down the stairs and I'm like well honey you know you got to get back in bed she says I know daddy I just want to come down and give you a hug and apologize thank goodness and she hugs me and kisses me and walks upstairs as if nothing happened it's called self-soothing <laughs> what is going on Kara she's a nine year old little girl she worked it out in her in her own mind and calmed herself down and thought I obviously need to say I'm sorry so I'm going to run downstairs and tell daddy I love him and squash it and go to bed. She shows an amazing maturity. What I would like to focus on is what could Drex have done better when she was having that emotional breakdown rather than be like, you got to brush your hair. You want me to brush your hair? I'll brush your hair. You can't keep pushing at her. If you're going to push anything, you need to push like, why, you know, calm down, take a breath. What's going on? Why Why so many emotions? Yeah. What's happening? Talk to me and open that line of communication instead of, you know you still have to brush your hair. I didn't say it like that. You know you still have to brush Kara your hair. Kara just did the impersonation of every every woman when she's talking about, so, you know, he was like, are you going to do the dishes? Like, that's how guys, like that. according to women, no, that's, that's how guys That's how talk. we that's hear guy it. voice. Yes. Luckily, yeah. this ends when, Kara? Never. Oh, gee. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tad, Drex, and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.